Hello and welcome to the Bull Mountain Brothers Podcast. What is up and welcome to another lovely Bull Mountain Brothers episode. Welcome to the Lodge Crew revamp. Reiterated. I don't know if that's the right word, but I don't, we'll roll with it. What do you even use that word for in a sentence? I, Reiterate? Yeah. It's when you say w- something that you've already previously stated. I'm, I'm, not, the guy to, <laughs> I'm not the guy to... Uh, so I guess that would be the right word, because you're just saying what Riley said again. I'm not the guy to like speak on actual like words. Grammar and, check? Un- understand like actual word. And yeah, he's about a 40% on the English language. Well, why don't we talk about... like uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's like I a, tried to talk over that, too. <laughs> Probably like second grade ish. I'm terrible at grammar. No, it's at, third grade. I mean, at the Bullman Brothers, you only have to have a fourth grade reading level to to perform. So sorry, as long as I can out. That. Yeah, <laughs> God, I only made it to grade three. <laughs> this is Canadian. Is that like the? Is that like I the look blue? at you now. The blue color. Did, were your guys is in in like elementary school? Were your like reading levels like color coordinated? Well, we went to a quality school. And- well, I didn't wear a helmet when I went to school, so. <laughs> no, no your, you go to your public <laughs> elementary school library in, in the library? school. Library? It's library. Thank oh, you. God. Sean, we're going to change your name from the Green Olive to the the Spike Master. The Spike Master? Bro, your, your mic just, it's just spiking. Hold on. Let me see if Uncle Rams can fix that real good. In the meantime, why don't we talk about, like, what the heck is going on right now? Sean? We've kind of had some feedback a little bit. Not really a lot. And I guess negative and positive in a way. And Ramsey completely ass <laughs> destroyed my mic. <laughs> Man, you think you'd have this ready to go before we started the podcast? Yeah, now he's just, oh. now he's just fucking around with stuff <laughs> for no reason. He's ruining it. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, what the hell are we talking about? No, we definitely we had some feedback about how we were operating as a podcast, and we and it kinda, wasn't like direct, like like you guys, like this is like you're doing a bad thing. It was more like people from the age of forty five to sixty <laughs> that were like, "Man, we uh, we really love your podcast, but you guys do say the fuck word a lot." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I can understand that." And I guess our theory from the beginning was like, um. Like be original, like like just like not that we're like sailors out here and we need to we need to say it, but it's like I I want to just talk how I usually like I would talk. I mean, normally, honestly, Christian, as somebody who has listened to a majority of the Bull Mountain Brothers podcast, does it catch your ear how much we've cussed previously? No, I mean it sounds like a bunch of guys sitting around talking, which is what it's supposed to talk about or sound like. You know, right. I it, you listen to uh, Joe Rogan. Those guys, they don't hold back. No. They're having a conversation, and that's the whole point, is that it's supposed to be just a laid-back, let's just talk some shit and bring in some topics, yeah. and we'll just talk about it like we're talking about it around a campfire or something. Exactly. I think our demographic was just off a little bit on that. Well, would you just say that there's a disconnect? And I, I hate to bring ages in, because there's a lot of like definitely progressive you know, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds, but I think there's an age difference where like they actually just like don't even listen to podcasts. Have you been reading a dictionary? Why? You were do I just sound throwing really out some big words. Well, usually what I like to do is just throw. I don't think that big means words. what you think it means. Yeah, well, exactly. What was the big word there? I don't even remember. Now. Disconnect. Yeah, disconnect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought I used it properly. So it means the connect 
is gone. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you for clarification. Let me reiterate here. Seventeen no, years. No, there we go. I think there's a disconnect between, um, like, like they just don't listen to podcasts and like get the vibe like of what, like this is, and what this is is just dudes being real and guys being dudes. How do you tell a story about the crazy thing that happened to you last weekend, turkey hunting, without emphasizing the fuck? Well, maybe I can bring some clarity to this. So I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of medical podcasts, and obviously those have to be professional right. in as much of a way that they can because of the audience that they portray to. Um, but at the same time, you got to keep it light or else you're going to lose people because then it just gets boring. So, I mean, in my opinion, this the audience that – you guys are trying to portray to is you want to pull in the people that want to keep listening. And if people don't want to keep listening because of the way you talk, then I mean, way of the road. Yeah. Well, and I think that kind of like brought us to a point where like, we're not going to change who we are. Obviously like we're going to take us constructively, but I think what it allowed us to do is restructure. Like our plan now is to restructure the lodge crew. And really we kind of lost it for a little bit. The actual like lodge crew feeling we, it, it's in, I, I I know what you're saying because I feel like at one point, probably a month or two, maybe three months ago, you and I were talking and we were like, we should like just change it up to the point where we have a fourth person at the time because Matt was still in California and I'll just do it like an interview, a lodge crew and like intertwine them all together is like what our idea was. And then we kind of lost focus. Well, not lost focus. We lost train on how we we had originally planned our our structure and and now we're kind of looking back on it and going why don't we do it this way yeah i kind of i feel like we kind of missed out on like and it's hard to think because when we came into this we had ideas of of segment segments but actual podcast versions that we would do all the time and as a team we came up with wall tent chronicles and we came up with the lodge crew theme, which has always been part of our idea, which it's more of a group of guys. Like we're around the fire or in, uh, in a bar, not in a bar, but like that kind of setting where you're just a bunch. I mean, maybe in a bar, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's just a bunch of guys sitting around like Taryn, you know, he's going to hit us up with, uh, I was up elk hunting, uh, with, uh, with my family and we did this. And Sean was like, you know, man, I just went fishing last week. That's the kind of vibe we want with this. And we wanted to recapture it. So like we kind of had this opportunity where like a bunch of people all of a sudden were going to be on the podcast this week. And they just came together. And it's just like, usually we'll be like, yeah, well maybe you should come next week or like, let's do another thing together. And I think between the three of us and, you know, um, you know, Matt has actually been like working really hard and he's been without us for like, this is two weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, so like Matt was involved and, uh, him and Amy are actually, they're having a little, uh, his, which is his wife. They're having a, um, a, a well needed vacation together. So, um, shout out to them. Hope you guys are having, um, a well needed rest so we can have Matt back and rested and on the future pod. So, right. uh, regardless where we talked about, like, let's embrace, let's embrace the lodge crew with all these people and do it different, do it how we wanted to do it. And really turn it into, why don't we just let loose on the on the lodge crew? Let loose, have a good time. Don't worry about what we're saying. Um, have some 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 sodas in the studio. 
which we have every week anyways, but, um, and like really just turn this into like what we wanted to from the beginning. Well, and I mean, uh, Taryn, do you, you listen to the podcasts when they come out as well? I, I know Christian doesn't like as you two being besides now being on the podcast, but as listeners, like, honestly, what was the better podcast to listen to? Would it be like, the three of us just three of us because we used to do that often or was it like having somebody on in a lodge crew scenario yeah i like this this is like more my style what i'm comfortable with you know so i think this works really well with what i'm trying to get out of a podcast well and i think that like even more like this what our idea is like having like 10 or 12 people (laughs) cycle through throughout the year and actually have like the crew have like a crew of dudes yeah. that cycle through and just bullshit with. Like the only purpose you're here, I mean, not that, that came off really dickish, but uh, the only purpose is I is, think it came <laughs> off exactly how you want it to. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's exactly how I meant it. Um, to have like 10 or 12 dudes with a lot of stories, a lot of like interest in what we're doing, and just come in here and just like literally tell stories, bullshit, yeah. and do segments and stuff. Like have fun. Exactly. <clears throat> I mean, there's nothing more fun than sitting around having a having a barley, listening to other people's story, like friend stories, stranger stories, whatever. Yeah. Just listening. Well, I'll be completely frank with you guys. I've listened to a handful of podcasts, and I will stop listening to them when I feel like listen. Stop. I don't want to listen to them anymore. But you guys are easy to listen to, and I relate to it. And it's not like I don't feel like I'm uh, at a lecture or something, you know. <laughs> Like, I feel like I'm just sitting back. Actually, to be frank, Isaac and I, no, Chad and I listened to you guys from the time we left Billings all the way till we got Denver. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, how many hours is that? Nine, ain't it? Almost eight. Jeez. Or eight, yeah. The whole way. And it was just so easy to listen to. I mean, obviously, we start our own conversations because you guys spark them. Mm-hmm. And so you'd be in the background and then we'd come right back to it and then. Which yeah. is just easy to listen to. Right on par for what we want. Exactly. So. This is probably our first like in person reaction to what we're doing. Like we don't I wouldn't say we go out of our way to like get any feedback. I mean, we definitely like last week we mentioned um like hey, if you know, like let's get some let's get some interest from people and tell us like what do we do? What do you like to hear? And you know, just it helps move things along in the right direction instead of doing things. Cause like I think a weird like an interesting feedback, and I don't know if anyone noticed this. Um, but some feedback we got a long time ago was like, why are we doing the trivia thing? Like they thought that it like, Seriously, they thought it people. like, what? we really had a lot of fun doing it. That's so fun. And, uh, it seemed like some still an that, unresolved matter, by the way. Yeah. That's why that board hasn't been updated since, since then. We'll get back to it for sure. We will. But we just had people saying like, are you guys trying to make the episodes longer? Is basically what they were giving us feedback. That's crazy. Which in 90% of the time we're like, oh man, we should probably cut this off. Dude, that that pulled me in like that. I mean, I was like, I want to beat them. Yeah. I want to beat Sean and Ramsey in this competition. <laughs> we're definitely going to go back. And well, I you did. could anyone, you could have beat Sean every times. week. No, you would have beat him every time. I mean, <laughs> it's common. No, I had that, questions, please. I had a couple of pity weeks. Yeah. It's the only reason Sean's on the board. Well, I guess before we really Jeez. even, I mean, that's, that's basically what we wanted to, this is this is our our new we're we're taking our baby that we lost at the firehouse 10 years ago and we're going to we're going to 
bring it back to life and raise it how we want it to. Fruition. <laughs> and uh, I'm excited about it. I think once a month or, well, I mean. It's a big word. It's a big word. <laughs> I think there is a point where, there is a point where we want to get to doing more podcasts. We just don't have time for it. But like there will be a time in our life, hopefully, where we can do like two podcasts a week and, al- and like always do a Lodge Crew like every Friday. Seriously. You and know? like what we have always said since the beginning of Bull Mountain Brothers was we want to bring the people in our lives into a scenarios like this in order for them to tell their stories because we've always said it's cool to listen to what Dwayne the Rock Johnson did last Sunday but it's even more cool to listen to what Taryn and Christian did last weekend you know and like for us in a sense so we just want to bring that side, kind of a side anecdote here I think my goal for the year is to get Warren on the podcast get our dad on there yeah, yeah. well like I said I think and it was going to be kind of cool we were actually uh one of our first was our first guest, second guest, Isaac was going to be on here because this is his cousin Christian. Um, they he was going to come on too, so it was going to be like one big group, and that's kind of we want, we want to fill the room. And of course, when Matt's back, like we'll have you know try to do six people every time when we do these lodge crews. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I guess. So and I, so like we want to basic. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but. Like that also brings us to maybe when we do our interviews a little bit, maybe do a little more professional, maybe a little less. I think we did Alan's fucking phenomenally. Yeah, I I still I I'm still gonna push that episode um on social media and stuff because it was so good. Like a lot of people need to hear the like the awesome things that came from that podcast. No kidding. Can I uh, just ask Sean what what did Dwayne the Rock? Johnson do last Sunday. I have no idea. Oh, okay. I was just curious. It was just uh, it was just what do they call that? Sean's more of a Kardashian person. Oh, God. I just really want to know what Kim's up to. You know? KWK dude. Uh man, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So basically like um there's really not a whole bunch of structure besides like we're we've kind of narrowed it down to we have kind of a round table where it's like the three or four or two of us every week where we'll do our usual thing. And if we're not doing that, we're making wall tent chronicles, which we still love and haven't done for a bit, but we still love doing that. Um, and then this lodge crew, which we think will be uh, more like, we'll do it more often. It'll be like more of a, a staple because it's kind of like uh, a hunting podcast. Bull mountain brothers feel meets like bar stool meets like, you betcha. Yeah. Uh, Nelk boys. Like, it's just like, it's the boys, like the, the Lodge Crew, Bull Mountain Brother Lodge Crew, is for the boys. And that's that's the vibe. So, Sean, you should probably... What were you going to say before I interrupted you? Uh, it's not the first rolling. time. Keep rolling. Well, you said so, Riley. Now I'm interested. Yeah, I am well, very interested I was just well. going to segue into your... You said you What I was just going to do? Yeah. But uh, also, you said... Uh, I called you while you were on your way here. You said you had some pretty exciting stuff. Oh, yes, yes. I have many ideas. See, and... Sean knows how how this goes where I'll be kind of dormant for a little bit and then when I get like an idea it just floods out of me you and should it's see overwhelming group text that we have for Bull Mountain Brothers I'll I'll say you mean one the thing green in olive it parts unknown for like it'll be like one or two sentences and then all of a sudden Riley is like nine books later of stuff just it's just <clears> like my like what like Sean or Ramsey will get me on one tangent and then all of a sudden like all these ideas just flood out of me it's like it's like some some external force just struck me. And so, yes, I do. I do have many ideas. And then it turns into like turning people into gifts. 
the whole time. Sean, can I can I talk about yours real quick? I'm gonna I'm gonna Fuck show it. the guests. We, we can't up. probably see it on the camera. Maybe we'll have. I'll throw a little we'll lizard up in there, in there but um, I'll show I'll show these guys. Oh my god! Make sure to address Riley. So Sean Sean's formally known as. Chumley. All right, fine. We all have nicknames. Um, obviously, oh, I'm yeah, in, like I'm, in I'm embracing Chumley. It's just gonna happen. I can't get rid of it. It's stuck to me. Um, we haven't found one for Ramsey yet. Well, he looks like Travis Tritt mixed with a. Did I say that right? Is it Travis Tritt? Oh yeah, mixed with like a like a forty year old lesbian mom <laughs> <laughs> with a Fu Manchu lightning mustache. I don't know what the nickname for that is. There's uh, not long Darla. Darla. <laughs> we call you Darla. No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Ramsey's getting upset now. Jesus. Ugh. Um. So, anyways, Sean's formerly known as the green the green olive, mostly for his taste in only things in the olive color. Somehow we have a company logo that's olive. I don't know how that happened. I didn't have anything to do with that at all. Um, <laughs> so in our group chat, the studio isn't green either. Ramsey's getting really good at at uh, Photoshop. Okay, so uh, I'll show you guys. Uh, here's here's a uh, <laughs> here's one. If you can see that, just send it to me. I'll send it to you. Yeah. And uh, there's that one. That's a, this is a picture of me with a fish. <laughs> Died laughing when I saw that. Photoshopped with Chumley's face. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, if you guys are, if you guys, so I have to say this about Sean cause it's hilarious. Sean's really fit. Um, but he's, he, he doesn't like, we, we had some Turkey pictures, some really awesome, some Turkey pictures. Right? Why are you doing this right now? <laughs> um, where like, they were like, we took like professional looking pictures of the birds and everything, but somehow Sean had a weird setup where his hood like made him look a little different than he. That he's uh, used to looking. I think most of it is he put his he put his hood on and then put his sunglasses on the outside of the hood. His hood. So it looks like a dweeb. Uh, and we call it Fat Sean. And our fucking video guy didn't even say anything to me. Why would I? Taking these pictures. Look where look where it's come now. There's more entertainment out of this than if I'd have just made you look good. Well, so anyways, his name is Fat. It's Fat Sean pictures, and he hates them. I keep posting them, and he hates it. But they're such good pictures, I can't not post them. Like he has this one of this, this nice elk shed we found. You should put it on the door coming in here. <laughs> yeah. Well, then they'd start putting Chumley pictures anywhere. So I have to win, pick my yeah, battles. That's fair. Uh, yeah. So this one, if you're, if you're, uh, if you know anything about the Trailer Park Boys, um, the character Bubbles has a side character called the Green Bastard. So this is the Green Olive. Um, oh, I like with, it. With Fat Sean. Um, and let me, I will say this to defend Sean. Sean is actually very fit. <laughs> And I still I said it a second time because he he doesn't want to be portrayed as Fat Sean, but Fat Sean is hilarious because there's actually two fat guys, three fat guys on this podcast, and so Sean likes. And to Sean take, is not one of them. He likes to take pride in being the fit guy. And not at all. Not at all. Now that we have we have Fat Sean, it's so fucking funny. Ego. It's this guy is in our, is in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ramsey will put that. I'm on. not kidding you. So after our turkey hunt, we went through all of our footage and everything, our film. It was like. These two were probably sitting on the couch next to each other, dying laughing because Riley sends the full blown up version of my turkey. And then all of a sudden Ramsey comes in and it's just a little bit more zoomed in on my face. And then Riley sends one just a little bit more zoomed in on my face. By the end, it was literally like teeth and nose. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was I good. could put that on the board too. Believe me. But um, so, yeah, we had a little fun with that. Um, we should get to the point now where we bring in the people that are in the room. 
So you want to introduce Christian for us? Yeah, I do. Um, so as you guys, uh, listeners, have... Uh, what episode was was Isaac? Was that three? Three or four, maybe? Sven was... Sven was two. two, so yeah. Isaac was three or four. No, four, yeah. So Isaac Coombs was four. Um, and this is actually how I met Christian, which is because they are related as cousins. Um, Christian and I, we met five years ago? Uh, At my house see. in the Heights. It'd be <clears throat> going on four. Going on four? Yep. Okay. We had, a, we had so many... Many of poker duels at the old duplex in the Heights. Mm-hmm. Um, no kidding. Mm-hmm. That's where I met you, too. I love to play poker against doctors. <laughs> a lot of money. But anyway. Hey, don't bring poker up around here. Um, Sean or Taryn will go into relapse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. You'd have to get Christian, out of it to go into relapse. Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. We're good. <laughs> Christian. Became friends, obviously, before Bull Mountain Brothers was about, and we obviously shares a lot of the same passions that uh, two out of the four Bull Mountain Brothers do that hang out with them quite a bit. Um, and yeah, this is uh, this is Doctor Christian Kilpatrick. Happy to be here, boys. It's Welcome been, to the crew. We've, uh, we've tried this how many times now? Three or four. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's been this a while. just a workaholic. Also, uh, yeah, I'm working on three out of four. Yeah. I, I totally miss what you said there. I got two out of four. Are you saying, like, as a friend? No, yeah, just because Ramsey and I hang out. With oh, quite well, a bit that was really nice of you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. We'll get there. We'll get, we'll get there. there. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, holy cow. I totally just lost what I was going to say. It was really good. It's all right. It was really good, guys. Because... You should uh, Over probably there. bring in. Yeah, yeah, I'll bring I'm in Taryn. I get um, there. I got it. So Taryn and I actually go way back. Actually, it goes further back with Ramsey. They started shooting. Um, let's bring that into the world too. Ramsey and I have been shooting trap for like sixteen years. We don't even talk about 15 it. Fifteen. Um, but for we me, uh, literally league just started like a couple weeks ago. That's why um, I was the last one here tonight because I had to shoot tonight. We met Taryn through shooting, probably. God. Seven or eight years ago, you'd say? Yeah, 13. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. Nine, Nine years, years ago. ago. And he was more like friends with Ramsey's friend group and stuff. And then um, we actually, I became friends once I came back from college and we started hanging out at the camp fires on Friday nights and shit like that. Taryn actually lived with us for a little bit. Uh, he's kind of a entrepreneur, so he's kind of moving all over all the time. Uh, and we actually reconnected with him. Business wise, I mean, obviously we're friends and we do stuff together, but uh, business wise, uh, we kind of start talking about ad reads for the company. It's something we're trying to get to a point where we have some faces that we like to, you know, that we'd like to um, promote locally right now, just because we're big Montana pride and we want to support our local businesses. And obviously, want to, I mean, we like to get to a point someday where we're got some high end clients, but um, where this started out was. Uh, Taryn came to us about his fencing company um, and we just, we wrote up a contract and uh, kind of a big deal for us. Taryn is our first ad read for his company, FNH um, fencing. So awesome. Welcome Taryn. And thanks for being kind of popping our cherry on that one. Yeah. I'm glad to be your first. <laughs> Taryn is the owner of FNH fencing and he's also the owner of wire vault. Um, well, maybe we'll, do you want to talk a little bit about any of those things or maybe another time? 
Uh, we can if you want to, yeah. So the fencing company is something kind of new in the last year that you've done. You guys are really amping up all over Montana or? Um, for farm and ranch, we'll travel, but mainly residential fence and billings. Right okay. Now. And then your wire vaults is like kind of your baby. It's your big project you've been working on for years now. Yeah. That's... What exactly is that? So wire vault will essentially allow you to cross platform like paypal to zelle or zelle to venmo venmo to cash app and then we have other goals with it later on but we really need to get the app done first right get it in people's pockets well yeah and i know like it's not this isn't going to be an ad read this is an ad read for the fencing company but wire vault more or less is like uh you were kind of waiting you're kind of waiting till you're really ready to start pumping out yeah so marketing for that right now it's being developed so I have to like play the find investors game and make sure that the developers are getting paid when they need to get paid. And then, so like, it's kind of just a waiting game for me. You know, I still do what I can when I can. I'm on the phone all the time, but it's, yeah, it's definitely like the slow part right now. Cause once it comes out, it's going to be very hard to manage, you know? It's so, going to be a new world. Christian, I assume you use some sort of payment for something, right? Um, what is your like main deal? Like, Do you use Venmo or do you use uh, Apple Pay or anything like that? Mostly Venmo. I mean, that's Okay, what, so someone that uses Venmo, use. what would benefit Christian with WireVault? Well, Venmo is very Montana heavy. Okay. So if you go to like North Dakota, they're very cash app heavy, if you will. So like say... I don't, there's so many instances. If you say you don't have enough data on your phone to download another app, right? Or you don't want to take the time to do it. Well, now you can just cross-platform it instantly through this app. Okay. So it makes it more convenient worldwide is yeah. your plan to, to make money transfers more reliable and more available for everybody? Yeah. I just want to like streamline it, you know? Okay. Well, cool. Hopefully when that comes out in full, we can, uh, we can do some business with that too. But yeah, we just wanted to, uh, originally we, you know, brought Taryn on to like kind of shake hands tonight and, uh, meet, uh, well, Matt couldn't make it. He was, we were going to have him meet Matt, but, um, essentially get to, you know, just that's what you do when you have new business. Uh, I wouldn't Absolutely. say we're business Absolutely. partners, business relationships, um, to shake hands. And they were like, you know, what the heck let's, Let's have everybody get on the mic and have everybody, because Taryn hunts too, Taryn fishes. Uh, so I was just told that we got to wrap up this first section here. Um, we're running out of time for the first little bit here. So I'm going to wrap this up and then we'll be back with a bunch more things. So we'll be right back. All right, everyone listen up. This might be the most important 60 seconds of your day. If you are a business owner, homeowner, or a landowner, someone that uh, has the two acres or, I don't know, 10,000 acres, and you need a new fence, you need your first fence, or you need to replace a bad fence, you need to hit our boys up over at FNH Contracting and Fence out of Billings, Montana. They service surrounding areas in the northern Wyoming, a, lo- a good portion of just southern Montana. So if that basically fits your criteria, and you're looking for, like I said, new fence, wood fence, chain link. These guys can do it all. If you'd like to go look at some of their work, you can go to their Facebook page, FNH Contracting and Fence. 
where they have a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. I mean, man, they just did a wood gate and man, this is a good looking fence. I'm a big fan of their work. Me and the boys here at Bull Mountain Brothers would not do an ad read for a company that we didn't trust or believe in. And these guys do it right. They do it clean and they do it in an orderly fashion. So if you're looking for a fence and you're in Southern Montana, hit up our boys at FNH Contracting and Fence. You can contact them by text message at 406-661-7484. And we are back after those quick words about FNH Fence. So how basically we want to bring this next segment into uh riley's got his his mystery box of segments that he comes up with in his mind yes uh, um, it's all in the it's all in the uh the riley vault and i'm not gonna really <laughs> i'm not gonna release them because i need everyone's i need everyone's most honest and pure answers that it makes a lot of sense yes i'm just nervous for these two to have to no, you guys are gonna love. Okay, they're great. I'm excited. Before before we get into those segments, I kind of wanted to, uh, I wanted to ask Christian a couple questions, um, and then Riley will follow up with uh, with Taryn on that. But basically, Christian, I want to. So you're you're an outdoors guy, right? Mm-hmm. You you do a lot of outdoor activities. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of just wanted to get to know you a little more as the the outdoors Christian. Okay. Um, you grew up in Wyoming, correct? Correct. So you obviously hunted and fished it. Fish it did? Is that, yeah, sure. is that a word? I didn't do I that. Didn't, you didn't fish it did it. <laughs> no. Um, you hunted and fished over there. Um, f- to start her off, what I mean, what took more of your time hunting or fishing? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, so the climate's the same as here in Montana because it's literally a hour and a half away. Just, I mean, I grew up. In the Bighorn Mountains, we were there every single weekend from, I mean, the time I was less than a year old. <clears throat> we had a place up at Bear Lodge, which is oh nice, basically between Sheridan and uh, Cody, I guess, if you want to have reference up here. But uh, so, I mean, we hunted during the hunting season and fished basically the rest of the year, but we were up there every every single weekend that I can remember. Um, our hunting sites were not to be specific, but we, we, if you know what shell Canyon is, it's basically on your way between Sheridan and Warland. Essentially it's beautiful. Um, there's huge bluffs in there, massive bulls. It was awesome. Um, and then you got the North tongue that runs through there. All right. Um, huge browns, huge bows, a lot of catch and release, which was good for practice as a young person being introduced to the sport. Right. Absolutely. Um, and my dad, my grandpa and my uncle, all three of them introduced me to every sport that you can do in hunting or fishing up there. So, um, it was, it was a lot of fun. So in your area that you're comfortable with and familiar with in in your hunting atmosphere what would you rather hunt elk or mule deer oh man so i'll put it this way we didn't hunt mule deer in the mountains ever um up there they're just elusive as oh yeah fuck seriously um and I don't know if we don't have to get into it this episode, but I mean, I was introduced to elk hunting way earlier than I was to any other type of hunting 
starting at the age of five. That's a good way to do it, I think. My job was literally just to sit in the wall tent and stoke the fire <laughs> until <laughs> no. everybody got back. And uh, and it was awesome. I mean, back then we had Game Boy Color. So I just sat there with my Rice Krispies and my Game Boy Color, and I kept that fire going while they were gone, you know, 12 hours. <laughs> um, but I got to see the at a young age the camaraderie of, like, my dad and all his buddies and my grandpa and uh, – you know, they, they leave early in the morning. Some people come back with some excitement early in the day. Some are pissed off. Uh, they go back out in the afternoon. And then if you're, if one of them got lucky, everybody basically has a huge party at the end of the night. Cause there's a big head hanging right next to the wall. Tent. Absolutely, man. That's, that's a big part of it. And it was cool. Cause, uh, we, we always use the same wall tent. Um, I'm sure you guys know that when you have a lot of guys that go hunting at the same time, it's close quarters in there. Oh yeah, sleeping's not good for a five-year-old when you got probably six people in there with sleep apnea. But oh. uh, <laughs> six Ramseys in a tent. I think I would lose my. Sean, Sean's very, well, uh, very well versed in sleeping during thunderstorms. I am very good about making sure other people fall asleep before I fall asleep. <laughs> so I mean, honestly, so you you were introduced to it at a young age um like at what point and what age did you like fall in love with it I mean, well i mean i think for me i fell in love with it early just because of the fact it wasn't even the fact that they were out there hunting it wasn't i mean i i knew the mountains well and i loved the mountains but it it wasn't really any of that it was just the all this group of guys that came together you know, this certain time of year, every year, and basically spent a whole week together up in this tiny ass wall tent. And, you know, they had some beers, they talked about their frustrations of the day, the the shot they could have had, the shot they didn't take, the shot they did take that was successful. Um, and it was just so cool to me because I kept picturing in my mind, like someday I'm going to have a group of friends and we're going to be doing this stuff. And, um, and then maybe I'll have a young son someday right, and yeah. he'll be the one stoking the fire. And, uh, it, it was just so cool how it was like an annual cycle that just brought all these people together. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I, we, we love the wall tent, man. That's like our, that's like our big talking point. It's almost like we kind of think that the the wall tent's like the chapel of the hunting community. For sure. Seriously. All your uh, frustrations of the day, all of your... I think a Bull Mountain Brothers edition wall tent just has to be on the horizon. I would absolutely agree with that. I mean, it is... the. I mean, even the shoulder season that Ramsey and I did in that thing was... That weekend was... A terrible, terrible weekend for us to. How did you guys do? Uh, what was your setup in there? Did you guys do cots? Yeah, just all cots, and I mean, you were shoulder to shoulder in there. Um, you know, one one stove that you cooked on at the beginning of the day and the end of the day. Nobody ate in the middle of the day unless you were just eating some jerky or some snack and Snickers. Just tiny little oh, snack yeah. packs. Huge staple. That's a worn staple. Dude, Heath right? bars too. Heath bars. Ooh, Heath. We haven't gotten into that. What was your floor? Are you do the you your tarp guy? Tarp floor? Or were you uh, we we had guys bring in hay sometimes. Just ground hay floors. Just Third floor. Straight soil, man. It sucks when it's cold out and you try and put those stakes in. 
Yeah. You just sit there and bend them. <laughs> we also did it on a giant slab of sandstone. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's better sandstone than like hard rock, like limestone rock. Yeah. That's uh. So the reason I brought up the mule deer is because I watched a documentary on the Wyoming mule deer migration, and that is a Sean loves. He loves to bring this loves, up. He loves this video. Seriously, like if you haven't watched it. Watch it. I haven't. Send me the link. Well, I think. Are you just. Do you think you're just not like super familiar? Like from Montana, mule deer hunting is like way more readily like available and easier. I don't know. Because I actually know guys like Christian where they were brought up elk hunting. Like they weren't brought up like. Like personally, we were brought up like mule deer and antelope was so much more accessible for younger age people. That's what I don't know. That's that's what was weird to me when he said that he was brought up elk hunting because. The majority of the people I know in Montana that started hunting, I mean, when basically they were legal to do youth hunt and then become into hunting on their own um, with a license, they're all just out like state land, BLM, hunting whitetail or mule deer. And for the fact that you bring in, no, I grew up elk hunting. That is like crazy. I mean, seriously, because like I said, most of the people I know just, they're 20 years old and they've never hunted elk. I mean, there's certain areas in Wyoming that are better for that, for sure. Um, I didn't shoot my first mule deer until I was a sophomore in college, I think. And that was right outside of Laramie. Uh, Went up with a buddy of mine on a, um, technically it's an elk refuge, kind of. Like you you could only get there by foot. You couldn't take any vehicles up there. but my uncle would go to like, you know, Matitsi every year and come back with these monster muleys. Um, but they're just, uh, what's the word for it? I mean, not, not like flaky, but they're just easily scared in the bighorns, I Spooky. guess. Spooky. There we go. Spookish, yeah. Um, and, and harder to come by and probably better to come by in, in the seasons that are not the ones that are loud, I guess. That makes sense. So you fully convinced that all animals have a calendar of hunting season. Well, there, there is a yeah, lot of guys, like I said, like Christian, where they were raised on. And I'll tell you, like, from what I know, um, like my friends growing up, a lot of them were like Ramsey and I were. Um, I just, I, it might just be the region you're in, too. I mean, think about like where we live right now. Like it's prairie sagebrush and then right. like sandstone with, uh, with badland type stuff. I mean, it's very. We're in a mixed area where there's a lot of elk and a lot of deer. It's just where, like, where you were able to hunt, where you're not able to hunt. Yeah, and I mean, maybe it's just because I've been living here for the last five years, and in mountain mule mule deer is just kind of it's not out of the question in this area, but it's just for where we hunt. You're not you're not really in the thick mountains, and that's kind of where I'm like. I, a part of me after watching, sorry to bring up the mule deer migration video again, but part of me thinks that there's no mule deer in Wyoming that are not in the mountains from watching that. Oh no, dude. There's, there's, there's so much stuff like even over by like Powell and, uh, yeah, I was going to say, so like I was central Wyoming. I was in Powell last weekend and there was mule deer out on the prairie just walking. I think Christian was just on the like more like mountainy side of the bighorns. Like, like it's kind of funny yeah. that you bring it up. Like, I don't know if you know, like do much in Wyoming, but uh, something Ramsey and I really don't Family, talk yeah. about is like, um, like for eight years, like we're big snowmobilers. So like, we're very, like we've, 
definitely know Bear Lodge, uh, Arrowhead, mm. uh, High Country, High Country. So we know that area pretty well. And um, you go, you go fishing up there once a year, don't you? You know where Sealy is. Oh yeah. Or, um. Um. Is it, no, Sibley. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I know where both are. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Sealy's so, in Montana. Yeah. Like you, you go up to those places. You'll be you'll instead of like here, like my experience, you'll be. You like randomly bump run into bulls just like in the trees hanging out like looking. Whereas like here you would run into like mule deer just chilling and like elk would be hard to find. So I think it's just like like bighorns are huge. Like that's that's beautiful big country over there. Mm. And uh, I think that's kind of where you like the disconnect is just like yeah it's, where you were growing up kind of yeah it's just it's one of those things. But I've used disconnect twice now on this yeah. podcast. Wow. You uh, Christian, you bow hunted, correct? Um, so I recently was introduced to bow hunting in college. Um, I've gone multiple times. I have not shot a single thing with my bow yet. That's, that's kind of, that's the bow hunter's creed. For, yeah. yeah. Six or seven years and I still haven't. So. Oh, it's been longer than that. Well, I was a sophomore in high school and we did it. So, uh, bow hunter safety. So eight or nine years almost. Damn. But, <laughs> my, well, my dad had a. A really bad accident with a compound bow when I was probably in elementary school. And then he was just scared to death of him for a while. But he was, uh, you know, messing around at the campsite one day. And I think it had been raining or something. And he had pulled, drawn it back. And then actually his front hand slipped. And the uh, stabilizer bar went right through his orbit. Oh, God. Did it break his orbital? Broke his orbit. Oh, that's bad. Didn't lose vision or anything, thankfully. But um, he... It took him a long time, and by the time I was in college, he finally was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a, uh, oh god, recurve, no crossbow, crossbow." And so he got into that, and then I was like, "Okay, maybe they're not that scary." But he he didn't want me to be around him for a yeah. while after that. Oh, That's a traumatic sense. thing. But yeah, yeah. Well, I would say. As far as bow hunting goes, um, you got there's it was still young in our lives, anyways. So it's not like, um, like we're super experts on it, anyways. It's oh, just, right. but it's definitely a passion. Yeah, should be. Do you have any? Um, is there anything else that we need to know about Christian? I think that like what you're trying to do, like the the point of like introducing these guys is so that we do have these 10, 15 dudes rotating. Yes. Um, like we know who they are every time. Yes. So if there's anything, and we, there's a lot more that we could get into with Christian that we're we're gonna take care of that. In a, do we save? Do we save the the big talk, the doctor talk for an interview? <laughs> Yeah, we can. Or do you have anything you want to throw in right now? Like, what's it? I actually, I do want to know something. Okay, do it. What's it? What's it like to be a doctor in this world right now? Like, is it is it oh, tougher man. than you think it would have been ten years ago? Just with obviously, don't say giant it. things that go on in the lower world. But no, I I think the only thing that I will say, and I don't know how many people would say this, but uh, so I graduated medical school in in twenty twenty, um, in June of twenty twenty. Well, May. And I started residency at that time. And as many of you know, that's when kind of the world went to shit for a minute. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm actually really thankful for that because I think one of the big struggles that young doctors deal with is knowing what a 
sick person looks like compared to a not sick person. And that first look when you walk into a room in a hospital and you look at somebody and you're either going like, oh, okay, we've got time or you're like, oh shit. And I was introduced to that really early. And um, so kind of a way to segue that to, you know, the way that I grew up is that as you guys will probably agree with, um, hunting is a lot about critical thinking, like fast, like, Mm -hmm. oh shit, I just stepped on that branch and that thing's headed in a different direction. And I think, um, medicine in the, in the hospital, or I mean, really any setting is, is similar to that, that you walk into the room or even just towards the room thinking that, you know, what, how you're going to approach the situation and you look at the situation once you get there or something little happens that ends up being a big deal and your whole thought process has to change like that. I mean, um, so I'm thankful for the, the things that I learned from, you know, my dad and my grandpa and my dad's friends and my uncle and stuff growing up in hunting, because I think that you, you're, you learn to think on your feet so quick Um, and so the way that the, you know, my training amongst the pandemic, the pandemic, uh, has, has been really cool for that reason, because, um, you're never going to feel confident in those situations. You're always going to second guess, should I have done something different? You know, Oh yeah. should I have, uh, should I have just laid low amongst the trees and let them chill out or should I have chased them? You know, um, should I have tried this medicine, that medicine? But um, it's it's been a cool intro to to becoming a doctor, I guess. That's interesting. Yeah. Because I've always wondered, like, since so, like, obviously, I'm sure all of us have been involved in a situation result, where, you know, a pandemic situation. And so, like, I did, and then I went, you know, I had to go to the doctor. I started going to the doctor, and it was more of an anxiety thing more than anything, but. And I, you know, when I was younger, I would do allergy shots. So I was at the hospital all the time and it seemed like the atmosphere was much different than it is now. It seems like people don't have patience. It seems like people are much ruder to our nurses and doctors than they were five, 10 years ago. And I, that was just, I was just wondering if that's something you deal with and if it's hard to be a doctor when you're not getting the, it just seems like they're not getting the respect that they should get for the positions they're in anymore. From from the from, from, from the patient clients, to the yeah, doctor, patients, you're yeah. saying, yeah, or like um, even family members that are like, you need to do this, or I see, um, yeah, I don't, th- I don't think that's probably new. I think that the the things that we've gone through the past couple of years have led to more stress than probably anybody can imagine um, in a lot of crazy ways. I mean, we were stuck in our houses for. <laughs> weeks and nobody nobody knows what's going on behind those closed doors all the time and um usually we have our segues to relieve stress and that was not really an option there so amongst that when somebody gets sick that you care about obviously your stress levels are already going to be high and um the hype of the pandemic itself with everything in the news and all that was not helpful i mean there was it was a crisis in its own really i mean yeah. And it, and it was, you know, everybody was forming their own biases on like, oh, I read this, I read that. Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? And it's, we go by um, proof. We go by evidence-based medicine. Um, and that's what guides us. And, you know, ultimately we have to leave our opinions and 
um, our biases aside and go by what uh, the evidence has shown us. And that's so you empathize with the people that are struggling and that are stressed and that are scared as best as you can. And you try to um, give them the information that says, Hey, this is, this is the best practice that I know how to do to help your loved one or to help you because this is what the science shows me. And that's essentially, that's what it is. And that's, I think that's what we kind of do when we, you know, watch YouTube videos, like how to stock a bull when it's, you know, (laughs) you know, you know, I was just thinking Christian, you know, awesome be to have Christian as a hunting partner. Like, let's say that I slip on, say, rock, and a three-foot log impales my leg. It's bleeding profusely. That's the guy that I want with me. I want No, because he's the first guy that's going to look at you and be like, you're going to die. No. <laughs> I mean, I'll throw a tourniquet on it and hope that we can get you flown out of there pretty soon. And I don't know a medical practice to save you. Sorry. <laughs> I, I do feel like Ramsey and Sean could save me if that happened. But I would probably lose my lower half of my body just off poor medicine practices (laughs) in the woods. (laughs) Hey, if that's all you lose, then that's better than everything. I don't know. I don't know if I could be in a wheelchair. Ramsey just pulls out the the 10 millimeter and he's like, this is taking you out to pasture. Sorry, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. That got dark for a second. It's all right. We made light of it. Lodge crew is all about ebbs and flows. Holy cow, guys. Do you know how articulate I sound tonight? Not very. No, I just. Do you know what ebbs and flows mean? No, I probably fucked it up. I, I'll be honest with you. So I've been in the ICU for the past few weeks, and I had not heard that term for probably years until the ICU. And everybody uses that in there. I could not believe it. Ebbs it's like, and flows. Like the, the MAs, the nurses, the doctors, they're all. They, that's how they talk about waxing and waning and like ups and downs. They ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows. Wow. I used it correctly, didn't I? You did. You did. Thank I'm you. I'm going to be honest. Sean's a hater. He's a fucking huge <laughs> hater. His biggest thing to do is just to, like... At least he doesn't talk over you when you're trying to say something. So, well, hey, hey no, this is actually what it boils down to, is I get a lot of repercussion from Ramsey when I do. That was a, that was another big one. When you do what? When I when I basically talk... Repercussion? Is that, like, where you re, like, yeah, do a drum? Like, the like you drum backwards? yes. Okay. yes. So basically, when I talk shit to Ramsey, I was no. he's he's like Ramsey's mega soft. He's a though. yeah, he's a mouthful. He can't take it, so it's always like dish it back as fast as it can. With Riley, I feel like I'm actually hurting his feelings, so it kind of like builds me up. So I keep doing it. How is that the vibe? I don't know, but it is. <laughs> That's uh, okay. I'm on the better end of that. Like it was still kind of backhanded comment, but I'm a stone. Worse, so you can say whatever you want. You're that's, like a you're like a volcanic rock. You're stone, but you still have tons of holes. That's not true, Cumley. <laughs> that's a story we cannot share at any point, at any time. We're going to check take out Bull Mountain Brothers bloopers coming <laughs> no, out after no, episode twenty five. No, way. no way. Uh, well, do you have any more questions to shoot towards towards Christian here? Is there know. anything else, with Christian? Do you last have anything question. else you yeah, want to? Yeah, last question. I mean, seriously, whatever. What's there yeah. to know about you? What is what is something big? <laughs> just Is Taryn? Yeah, my bad. I am the Batman. 
Mm. <laughs> all righty. Yeah. All right. This is where this is going. Yep. All right. Um, thanks, man. That's nice to have you here. I, I, I really hope we can keep getting you back, back and forth um, on this logic deal. And For like, sure. of course, we need it. I, I have a five thousand more questions to ask you about your life and about doctor stuff. <laughs> we should have we should have Christian on just to talk to us about. Um, have you listened to like how Ramsey and I are like trying to lose weight? Have you caught that on any podcast? I have, yeah. Um, are you are you like pretty supportive of uh, just doing calorie deficit stuff to lose weight? I mean, um, uh, it's shit. We, it's we, all we, shit. We don't have to get into it. I mean, the, the, <laughs> no, we will on the next one. We will. I, this is what I'm saying. We should need to have Christian on here, and we'll just do like a 20 minute episode of where he just like scrutinizes us for our t- terrible health habits. And then maybe in like a year and a half, we're like, he loses super all his patience. Hey, let him let him answer. Okay, okay, go ahead. Yeah, answer in a in a simplified version. Um, if are you are you referring to fad diets? As as like when I'm in calorie deficit, like keto. No, no, no. All uh, we're doing is 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 uh, we saw a dietitian. She gave us a calorie count of twenty three hundred, and we hit that twenty three hundred every like our meals will only hit twenty three hundred every week. And oh, we're we just eat whatever we want. Yeah, that's twenty three hundred calories. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I will never uh, backhand a dietitian. They went to a totally separate um, uh, type of schooling than I did. So, um, I mean, if that was their recommendation, then I'll I'll run with that. But um, I I think the short answer is depends on the person. Yeah, Fair I agree with that. That makes sense. But I would just like like for future things, I want to get his opinion. I know. Like, hey, I lost twenty pounds this week, and now my left tit is sagging. Why is that? (laughs) 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 All righty, folks. Well, we're gonna take a short break on that note, and we'll catch you back with a little bit about Taryn. All right, welcome back. Let's look at to know Taryn a little bit, and then let's jump right into my little my little fun situations that I have presented to everybody. So, Taryn, um, you're also a hunter and fisher in your own realms. Um, I guess give us a little insight on what it was like. I mean, because I know personally that you're not from this area originally, and you grew up playing sports. Were you doing outdoor stuff when you were in Minnesota, or was it here that changed you into that kind of person? I actually lived on a lake in Minnesota, so... It would have been my third and fourth grade year. I Ghosts. I would actually like get in trouble. I got put on a probationary school plan because I would just act like I was going to the bus and then hide in this tree, let it go, and go fishing all day. Oh, really? Yeah. I had a wagon and my bike. I would just pull my wagon behind the bike and go fishing all day. Jeez. I'm actually jealous. I wish I was more of a shit kid. Oh, yeah, I was terrible. I can tell you right now, if I went to school where we currently live right now, it would definitely have been some days where I was like, yeah. Well, I mean, come on, think about it. We live so close to the no to alkali that, like, we could we could have done that if we wanted to. Yeah. Well, anyways. Um, You're from what, Soda, huh? No, I, I was born in Great Falls. Really? Yeah. Mm. Sean's a Great From Falls the homeland. Native. No, 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 no. Home, <laughs> homeland's a... Butte, Mont- Butte, America. So oh, we were, that's where you were born. Did you live in yeah. Butte? It's pronounced booty. No, no. 
It's the richest hill on earth. All right. Everything's starting to make more sense now. He's a butte rat. I am. What do you um what do you find yourself doing nowadays when it comes to the outdoor life? Oh, man, honestly, I've been so busy that Yeah, you're a businessman anymore. First first time first businessman, second hobbies, and you don't really have time for hobbies, huh? Yeah. I mean, I played adult league hockey this year and that was that took it all the time. You right. know. So I would really love to get into fishing again and I guess like, like my memories of your fishing was like you guys would do the like the big like the wide river catfish kind of stuff. That's what I remember uh, you guys would do. The old Anita Dam. Oh yeah. Went there countless times. Yeah, a lot of catfishing back in high school. Oh yeah. Seemed like probably two, three times a week. That's actually yeah. how Ramsey and I became like actual friends was catfishing cat on the Yellowstone at midnight. Yeah, but our our part of the Yellowstone is so muddy that I mean, it's literally the best option to fish, I think. Yeah. That and ling and the sort of Yeah, exactly. Here. And you can catch them using the same things. Yeah. God, that brings back some old memories. Hey, so you played beer league hockey this year? Yeah. Last year? Oh, yeah. no. I just realized that we brought two hockey nerds together. I totally forgot. We're going to ixnay that. Riley, what's your next question? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I totally forgot. Who do I talk to to get in? in you want to play? Yes. Well, you have to go through like a rate skate to determine what league you can play in. But, dude, like I got the bare minimum to play Jesus in elite league. Christ. Rate At, skate? Yeah. I mean, is the show available or what? No, I mean, not really. Oh, okay. Not quite. <laughs> All right. Did you know this about is... Sean, Taryn, that he played yeah. college hockey and shit? Yeah. Did you play in Billings? You play high school? Yeah, we played high school against each other. Yeah, we did. We already had this conversation because you know uh, Doty's cousin. Yeah, right? Jake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so my brother played with Jake. Oh, he did? Yeah. In like peewees in Billings and then... We moved to Minnesota, and my brother was playing at Shattuck. Oh, really? He played Shad? That's yeah. sick. Who'd win one-on-one, -on -one, you or your brother? Dude, that's not even a contest. My brother would wax me. He's pretty good, huh? <laughs> He's nasty. Really? He literally just... Oh, dude, you got to watch him. He, I don't really know how to describe it. He'll just walk everybody. Really? Yeah, it's pretty sick. And he's just like so calm when he does it. You what know? did he play? He played like junior B in Canada. Okay. And then could have played in the BCHL up there, but there was like a girl involved, so it I never happened. Every time. Yeah. I had, quite a, I had quite a few buddies that played in the BC. Really? Yeah. That's sick. They fucking loved it. They said it was a blast. Oh, I bet. That'd be sick. So, that, yeah, he played like KIJHL up there. Okay. They're speaking Egyptian. And there's one thing you need to know about hockey leagues is make any acronym, and I guarantee you it's as long as it ends in L, I guarantee you it's I was in the BVG C seven and uh Donnie was uh, it didn't end that didn't end. That yeah. It's it's either that or it's a chemotherapy drug. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I definitely yeah, you should uh I talked to one guy, but it didn't really work out because he said I had to try out and then he told me proceeded to tell me at a bar that i probably wouldn't make the team yeah well that's what i was getting at you have to do this rate skate i haven't played in seven years and i got a seven you have to have a seven to play an elite 
I mean, I'm not putting up points or anything, but it's fun, you know? Yeah, you should uh, text me when that is it. When does it start? We just ended, but there's a fall end of winter league, so okay. I'm not sure. I can get it to you though. Perfect. You know, it's kind of funny that Taryn was the reason that we uh, started going to a different gym. Yeah, he was just saying. Yeah, that. We were just talking and, about that. Oh, really? I I like kind of forgot where he lives, and now it makes sense why he goes to that gym. It's within walking distance. Yeah, and it's literally the best gym the I've best. ever been to. We general. can't even speak about it. Like I told the people you that, in this man. room are the only people that need to know because it's it's a lost hidden gem that is like not existence in the world anymore. I no love kidding. It. No kidding. Seriously. Should we talk about it? We'll talk. Should we talk about like what, why it's so great, but we're not going to ever reveal where it's at. The, the biggest thing. It's actually in Austin, Texas. It yeah, really it is. is. We commute every day. Um, about four hours. Biggest thing that I really like about it is you show up and cause Ramsey and I used to go to planet on the West end. The I did too before the that. worst. And you'd go there and first of all, they only have Smith machines. I, I'm a big freeway guy. Um, and the fact is you go there and there's fucking 800 people. Oh, I know. I can't stand waiting for machines. It kills your vibe. Like, yep. seriously, I'm trying to get in here, do what I'm in here for. And like, yeah, I'm not, to, you know? not trying to wait for Bernice to do her kegels on the fucking squat rack exactly. while I'm trying to get a pump in. And I like, I honestly hate Smith machines. They, it's not like benching on them is terrible because it's not how I naturally come down. No, the motion's not. No, all. is it uh, Bernice from Dodgeball? Yes. Well, yeah. that took the that might be tranquilizers. <laughs> yeah, she might. Uh, like that Bernice would probably like make Sean beard. Why bitch. is she doing kegels at a squat rack? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of questions, but this is Planet. This is the real question. No, seriously dude, though. Side it's... note, Sean, do you remember the lady at Planet? That would just be on the end of the elliptical yes. with both feet. Yes. Both feet on one elliptical just doing this. She for didn't even half. have the thing on. She was there before we would get there and still there after we left. And she wouldn't even turn the machine on. We work out for like an hour, hour and a half every time. She's straight working up a body, man. It's one fucking leg. But she like, wouldn't. She wouldn't do the elliptical right. Yoked. She'd be on one yeah. one leg and Give just like credit. hopping. Where credit is due. She's, she's out doing more than she was more than the next guy. She was a stud. And you know what? It really was funny because after we started noticing, she's always on the farthest left one closest to the wall. And a few times we'd show up and she's like four or five from the wall. And we look over, some dude is on her elliptical and we're like, oh. we're about to see. And she'd never shit. go right next to him. She'd always go like four or five down. Dang. In the one little room? No. No, this no. is a planet. planet. Oh, yeah, yeah. My bad. What, what were you going to say about the, you're going to continue on the. Talking about our special gym oh, that Taryn blessed us with. Well, the fact that it, at Planet, there's 900 people that go there. You go to April. Oh, Sean! You have to cut We're it. We're going to have to blur that you out. You literally have to cut that. Ramsey can bleep it. No, why did I just do that? Dude, it's a hidden gem for a reason. It has to get removed. Oh, my God. I cannot believe it. Are we restarting or... No, we, just roll into it. We'll bleep it out. Um... We go to the new gym and it's literally there might be one or two other people in the in the main lifting area and then I mean there's occasionally like three or four like in the in the cardio rooms. Yeah. But at prime but they're, time, they're six so o'clock well at night. Separated too. You know what I mean? Like they all kind of have their own gym feeling in each room. Seriously. 
Can I tell you my experience after you're like, go check this out? I went in there and I walked in and there was like a room to the left and there's just like this lady in a dark corner just sitting there doing nothing. And I was like, okay, I can get down with this. And then I walk around the next corner and it's a lady. It's like a 70 year old lady in street clothes, like jeans and stuff walking on the treadmill. And I was like, okay, walk into the next room. Nobody in there. Walk into the weight room, one person. And I was like, this is my new home. Yeah. I this is the it, greatest man. thing I've ever seen in my life. It's it's awesome. Seriously. But it's uh it's getting us like ready for like that's a big deal for us to get ready for hunting season. Like it's coming quick. I mean, we have three months essentially to get in the best shape we can. And I'm so glad you showed that to us because I was getting big like down vibes on planet. It was starting to like just be the worst. I have three months and, to lose and, thirty uh, pounds. Christian, oh, just to geez. let you know that since uh, we've talked about it before, but like since Bull Mountain Brothers started, it's not like we're we're not ever hunting with friends or like doing certain things. But Ramsey and I have formally invited you to tag along in oh, I'm, Bull Mountain Brothers yeah. associated hunting. Trips. Oh, I've already one hundred percent agreed to it, and I don't even plan on. I mean, until everybody else's tags are filled. Then I'll go, but or then I'll like pull my bow out or whatever. No, that's but, not how that works. No, no, no. no I'm I, last. I want to learn the land and help people drag out some carcasses, and and then I feel like I've earned my time to to. It's a good way to look at it. Pull the trigger. Yeah. So you guys are making plans for like the the like you guys are doing your usual archery like yeah. clan. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a good idea. Wall tent. Wall tent. Well, no, you do it at your camper. You or we bring right? the thirty footer. Oh no. Yeah, we could do that too. Well, we kind of talked about wall it. We're, we're moving different spots, and it's just more accessible with a wall tent. Well, the 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 camper will be in its usual spot. Yeah, right. It'll always be there. You guys should put some spike camps up, like where uh, if you're no, like, that's it's like six o'clock at I night. I got my uh, tiny little camper I built too. That could just be like a, I don't know, could end like could an be outpost. Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a two sleeper. I would guarantee if you guys my thirty took it, foot camper. If you took this as two beds in it, <laughs> if you took this as seriously, <laughs> no, I got a new one. Oh, nice! It's got a we slide. Have, there's four of them at my house right now. He's got that monstrosity like forty footer that him and his ex got. Yeah, I built this thing from nothing. It's uh, tore it down and turned it. Ixnay on the big camper. Oh, that thing's sick. Really, it's too much work. You. You guys put a floor in it, though, yeah? Yeah, they did. I, it's like 80%. What they need to do with it now is get, like, one of those, uh, get a front loader with, like, a big fucking claw on it and just rip the shit out of it and turn it into a flatbed with a goo. With uh, a, yeah, I'm turning it because it's got 28-foot deck, oh, and nice. then it'll have, like, a 7-foot over deck. So you could put four-wheelers up there nice. with ramps and shit, so I'm just going to turn it into a gooseneck trailer. And then he's got his little one. What the hell? Oh, and then mom and dad's, and then the little guys, one's pending. So. He's got a new one with a with a pop. It's way nice. It's way nice. With, a, with a what do you call that thing? Slide out. Slide out. Anyways, off the camper subject here. Oh, um, I can talk about campers all night long. <laughs> I, really, I think if you guys legitimately took it super seriously as you want to and spent tried to do every weekend or like a three day weekend all the time and like really took it seriously, you could. I mean, okay. For reference. There's a lot of groups that go up there and get zero elk every year. Mm-hmm. One elk, in my opinion, would be would be a success. I think you guys could could definitely get at least one, if not more, if you took it as seriously as you're like talking about doing it. Seriously, 
We have our ideas. We've Ramsey and I have sat down with with geographical and topo maps of the area and our pinpointing location. Well, and it's all about like, and you have to understand. You know that like every year things are different, right? So like the stuff that worked last year might not work this year. And right. if you guys get in there and find the the wallows and find the bugling bulls and find that stuff, like just search for it. Don't go to this. Like you guys don't want to do the reason that you guys are taking it seriously and going to different spots is you don't want to go to the exact same spot every single time. Where is this? Like generally, you know exactly where it is. It's, it's North, uh, the, the mountains that are, we go to all the time. Okay. Uh, where you go, where you went with yeah. your ex, um, just the opposite side of the highway. Before we really Just transition, I access to endless amounts of land. Yeah, well. I guess before we like really dive into like the hunting and stuff portion of this podcast, is there one thing, Taryn? Like, do you consider yourself part of that ten to fifteen people that would like to come back and bullshit on? Oh, you? absolutely. What is the one thing that the listeners would need to know about you that you haven't talked about? Mm, His schlong. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Wow, that was. That happened. That did happen. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> Ramsey, this is the longest soundbite ever. <laughs> Sorry, that's the only thing that anybody's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, anyways. Um, I, I don't know, man. Three hours later. Man, they are really, they're dumping on you right <laughs> now. Yeah. I, I really don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Um, I let me, I let me. I think it would be better off like just they're gonna learn as I keep coming back. You okay. Know? Yeah. I Shut think. up, bitch. <laughs> they just hit you with every soundbite. On no, the there's one right more, now. but it's a bleep. So yeah. <laughs> it's because I'm so much lower than you guys. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Like in the room, yes, but on a on a person scale, no. I appreciate that. We're all equal here on the Bull Mountain <laughs> Brothers podcast. Well, yeah, Sean that's a good point. I like Sean. that, Taryn. We'll uh, we'll get to know you along the way, and uh, we'll we'll find out more about your. Yeah, because I think it, it'll be more interesting as I like as my ventures are taking place at that time. You know what I mean? You're going. You're the story of Taryn is going to evolve as you evolve. Exactly. Yeah. So more of a continuation of a story. Riley, I uh, I, I remember. Sean, can you please talk into your microphone? I remember you having some segments. I have two things I want to do, and they may take up some time. What do we have left on? On we this group. Oh, we got about 10 minutes left on this segment. Okay, we'll do one, and then if we have to do the other one. Okay, so the first one here is the Bull Mountain Brothers with guests are going to devise the ultimate top five list. Mm, scratch that. We're just going to tell our top five. We're doing a top five list, and then my other segment will be we're going to do, we're going to take 10 different forms of hunting and rank them based oh. on what we would prefer to do and what our goals, ambitions to doing that thing is. Perfect. What is the five? Well, I already know. What is the top five? Well, of top five. Of I've never brought my favorite thing. See, this is my favorite thing to do in a hot tub or a wall tent or icebreaker. Everyone in here right now is going to do their top five chip list. Um, Mm. Where we rank <laughs> and discuss the top five chips in the world. 
So, would you like me to start it off so we well, all have I an example? I think we need to have Grandpa start it off over there in the front. Oh, yeah, you are definitely the oldest one in the room. That was just crazy because Matt's like 50,000 years old and he's just not here. So, yeah. it's you today. It's the old that man chair corner. holds the. <laughs> That's the old man chair. <laughs> That's the old man. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. We need to tell Matt, be like, hey, listen, you need to like sell your gaming chair and put a rocking chair in here. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. All right, Christian, you're in the hot chair. Top oh. five chips. That's tough. Let's he's go. about to tell us he doesn't eat chips, isn't Let's he? Go. <laughs> I'm a doctor. Top five no, chips. He's a snacker. Oh, is that what we said? Top five chips? Chips. Yeah. Like types of chips. Oh, man. And they can be any, like, there's Lay's, right? Oh, yeah. Any variation. But there's any variation of it. Yeah. He's about to, like, throw them. We don't eat chips in here, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just all dressing or what, what's it called all dress hold on, hold on hold on hold on just wait for your turn dude. Um, okay and you can throw in classics too if they really are in your top five well yeah i mean um uh, i'm trying to think of the the specific brand of it but i can't think of it but i'm sure you can picture it it's uh the classic uh jalapeno chips that you get at like Pants. subway oh Oh, yeah. What are they? Vicky's Kettle Cook. Those are number one, hands down, that for is sure. solid. I respect man. that. Jeez. Uh, number two is going to be Cool Ranch Doritos. Really? Wow. Bold choice for a number two. Mm -hmm. So are we Are we doing this like this is your, you're starting from the top and going down to your least yeah. favorite of yep. the five? Okay. Yeah, I'm just. You yeah. took the suspense out of this, but oh, it's okay. Shoot. What was the suspense? Oh, to know you're five one. and go to five. one. I, this is an interesting take, and I, I'm gonna roll with it. So let's just uh, number two is Doritos. Okay, cool ranch. ranch. All right, uh, number three, I'm gonna go with the uh, salsa verde sun chips. Wow, wow, dog, dude, he's setting the bringing in some ringers. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now with the chip list. So you know, like Dave Portnoy does his fucking his pizza reviews. Pizza reviews? Yeah. I feel like I am the chip guy when it comes to the chip list. I'm an expert, and I have done the research, and you have to have not rookie. I put liquid yeah, paper on a B. <laughs> He's done the died. research. <laughs> and it died. You have to have not rookie selections, and you are dropping some bangers on the chip list. So continue, continue. All right. Um, number four is probably going to be the pizza-flavored Pringles. Ooh, I've never Ooh, had really? that. I've never oh, had that. That is a ballsy move, bringing Pringles into a... Wow. Oh, no. Pringles no. a chip. That is a, No, I know it is a chip, but it's I would not, not think of somebody bringing Pringles I'm, in. I'm really going to fuck your brain when we get to me, then. I already know he's going to say. He's going to say fucking like ketchup chips. That's hardcore. <laughs> honey barbecue. Um, five. Five is is not so exciting. It's a classic, and it's the classic Lay's. Oh my God! See wow. that's that's in your top. There five. is not one. Get five. out of my podcast. Top room. five. There's not one person that legitimately, without just trying to create drama, says that top the fucking classic Lay's is in their top five. I did that. I did it. That was a doctor. All right, there. we're moving. That was just on. we're moving that on. That was show he was sophisticated and likes good things. Riley, I will say. I'm sorry I took the suspense out. Here, here's a good... Well, just for you. I'm kind of glad you didn't start with classic lays because I just... I don't know <laughs> if just, I could have handled your list at that point. Hey, I will tell you, like, let's say you got, like... You go to a cookout, right? Did you say cookout? Are we in, like, Louisiana? Our, you go, go to a cookout. Get down into Harvard. You bring your grand, grand nephew some Bubba. We'll, we'll go down to the cookout. <laughs> okay, we're going to a picnic. <laughs> All right. And just you, get on your chip someone list cooked, there. Someone, someone could hot, cook hot dogs, right? Yeah. And then all they have is a small bag of classic lays 
I'm not Bro, eating chips at if that you, cookout. If you, if you accidentally... You're going to eat the fuck out of those chips. I guarantee it. But if you accidentally get a little ketchup the on that... And the ketchup. My dude, that's 100%. what I was just going to say. <laughs> that is the best chip to dip in like ketchup and mustard. Like it's it, All right, Riley. It's like eating a fry, really. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So you get... I don't know if we... This is the most sophisticated Start chip five. list in Start the group. Five. Are you sure you want to do me second? Yes. I should. I should. There's no. no there's no sophistication behind your chip list, Riley. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a thing that would determine whether or not relationships are deal breakers. Is this list here? Okay. So number five, Fritos scoops. Fritos scoops. This is already, this is already a garbage list. This is no, no, no I, I will. I will give you respect. I'll give you Frito scoops no, for the versatility. No, no, you gotta. You yeah. have to. They're bet. They're good with chili. They're no, good with sour. I, I want some. My first thought is chili. I nice want some ground rules pie. though. No, is it just eating the chips by themselves or? The chips can go with versatility. Sauces. Versatility yeah. and how, flavor. How versatile are these chips? You can base your decisions off of how well they pair, also in a dip or something. But it's not solely based okay. on like okay. this chip that is changes. Sour that cream. changes my whole top five right there. Okay, so here we go. Okay, number four, nacho cheese Doritos. It's a classic. It goes. It's literally one of the most sought after basic. It might be basic. I've ever but heard. But listen, of. listen, we're going to it's get less getting, basic than classic lays. We're though. getting there. We're getting there. Number My three, we'll reel in another thing oh, that was wow. on the list: garden salsa sun chips. Ooh. They are number three on my list. Mm-hmm. I believe oh, they were number oh, three I, on your list. I said salsa, you did say them wrong, but I will correct <laughs> you because I am the chip master. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> number three on my list is also number three on Christians. It has to correlate. It's a good chip. Number two is the all-dressed ruffle. It is a combination of two of the best things. It's similar to a cheddar and sour cream, which is a banger. That almost could have been my top, my number five was a cheddar sour cream ruffle, but it wasn't because Fritos are, you have to throw a Frito in there. But number two is the all-dressed. It's a vinegary delight. And number one, and if it's not number one on everyone's list in here, is the purple bag Doritos. Ooh. They are the best chip that has ever been Spicy, invented. Sweet, Spicy chili. sweet chili. That is the pinnacle of chips. Mm. Mm. Can, I, All right. can I just throw something in here? Um, you know, they got the party packs of chips. If anybody's ever seen uh, Napoleon Dynamite, you know what I'm talking about, where he says, we don't buy the, not the party pack, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where it's got the 24 different bags. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always Fritos in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. Yeah. Fritos always slap, but... No. What do they they don't have to the get bottom. rid of them somehow. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't get rid of the scoops. Scoops are special. So, my chips now. Number five. How do I know this is already going to piss me off? Is uh, Mesquite Barbecue. Lace. Okay. Kettle cooked. That was only brought up in the break, but that's no, solid. but it was on the list. That's a good no, that's one. Solid. That's a, it's no, it's on the list. They're they're a little greasy in the bottom. They're better, but they're so they're good. just the best barbecue chip. They're healthier too. I, I mean, believe. even what's the it's Lay's my, barbecue, right? No, and I and and my list no. will prove to you that that's wrong. I'm a big barbecue chip guy. Is isn't that like a kettle cooked chip? Isn't that like? That like it's not considerably, but it's like known to be like a healthier option of a chip. Is that no? no? no. Opposite. What's the Opposite. is it baked ones that I'm thinking about? Baked, baked. Yeah. baked. <laughs> Kettle cooked, they fry them. Oh, what do they do with regular yeah, chips? You know that greasy stuff you were talking about is still the oil. Oh, that's yeah. gross. You ever seen how they cook 
Kettle corn. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Sorry for interrupting. So, yeah. You had five? That was five. <laughs> Number four. I'm going to slide this in. It's um, mine. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. There's going to be a lot of controversy to my list. Number four, sour cream and onion Pringles. That's a that's a classic. Pringles though? Yeah. Over no. over sour cream and onion uh lays? Yeah, they're no. better. Really? Way better. Uh sour cream and uh onion lays, I feel like give me heartburn more than anything. And like they're not as classic of a taste to me. Riley's not lying. He's seriously deducing these these <laughs> I'm literally chip- got fat because oh, yeah. I was a chip guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Number three. Uh the, the the purple bag spicy sweet chili Doritos. I'm just glad it made your list. Three is super yeah. low and rookie score, but go ahead. So here's the controversial part. There's two Pringles on my list. Number two, Memphis barbecue. Memphis barbecue Pringles. Wow, that's a the best deal. barbecue chip, hands down. Christian said pizza, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, pizza. Or Whoa, salt? we've had three Pringles on the list right now. Yes. Three different ones, even. That's, that's surprising the shit out of me. Can right. we all agree that cheddar hey. sucks? Is that three? That was, no, that was number two. Once you pop. The fun don't stop. All right. <laughs> hey, all right. so are you? I do get uh, tired hey, of my hey, hand. Hey, hey, let me finish. For you, for you, Pringle guys, are you yeah, like a road trip? Yep. Camping. Stop at a gas station, buy a small thing, big thing of Pringles oh, for a road thing. trip. Yeah, talk about small thing. Go walk. All right. Go, Sean. All right. All right. Stop. Stop. But like, what? tell Sean, like that was like a that's a four wheeling staple. Oh yeah. To throw two cans of Pringles in, if not more. Yeah. Go ahead. Say your number one. All right. Number one, old Dutch ketchup chips. I I told you he was going to say some even, stupid. I've never I, heard of that in my never life. Never in my life. You, well, you've had old Dutch. Had one. He you know, what? I, I know the, the brand, but not ketchup. Oh. Yeah, you know why he likes that shit? Because he tried it when he dated a Canadian. It's the only people who eat that kind of shit. That's where all dressed. Yeah, but yeah, if I, I didn't like say, the chip, it wouldn't. That? If I didn't like the chip, it wouldn't be on my list. Have you ever heard of that? I'd try it. I, Let alone I have no words for this. Oh. They're stupid. That really? That's a number one. That it's one of those be- the, one of those chips where like you're just going to eat the whole bag and you just have to accept it. Well, you have to understand. The, the, we're going to treat this like Olympic judging. Um, they're going to throw like the worst one and the top one out and then get an average of the best three. So it's fine. Your list. Yeah, everybody. We'll just get everybody. Uh, make sure to recall your opinions on each person's chip list because right at the end of this, we're going to vote on who had the best chip list. Yep. Sure. Yep. I'm, I'm ready for Sean, and I know this is going to be absolute ass trash. Yeah, this go is going to be garbage. Uh, so I better start with number five. Sorry, Sean. I know I'm interrupting big time, but what is? Isn't there like a weird thing that Sean eats a fuckload of? That's like super weird, like sandwiches of some sort, like egg salad sandwiches or something. Oh, he's a whore. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, yeah. This I know this is going to be weird. This list is going to be so fucked. I go to the off main. Off deli main. Oh, we were talking about that the other day. I get day. two holes of egg oh. salad for lunch. I get so that. good. I go with the chicken salad, but it is the chicken salad is good. It is very. How does that not make club. you shit through a screen door later? That's my guy over there. Shout out off main. Yeah. What did you? What was it? What did I miss? The club, main. dude. I've never had that. I've never had off main deli. So, so we used to go with sourdough. Did going to high school? We used to go there all the time. Guys, so good. Um, th- this this excites me so much for our next lodge crew. But the next time we're doing it, um, and we'll save it for the next time you boys are on. I don't know if we'll have you on the same time, but one of you. We're going to do rankings of sandwich stores, and I'm all for it. Number one. Oh, now you're giving me a heads up. 
All right, Sean. Jersey do your list. Okay. We've interrupted him 7,000 times. Number five, original Lays. 100%, no right. doubt in my mind. I'm uh, dealing with a bunch of... This is garbage. Classic. This list is already garbage. All right. Classic Lays. Classic, right. thank you. Classic Lays. Number four, solid, solid cheddar or sour cream and cheddar ruffles. It's cheddar and sour cream. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the yellow. They're solid chip. I mean, you can't go wrong with them at all. <laughs> I thought Sean was going to be like, number four, classic ruffles. <laughs> <laughs> number three. I'm not. Why classic, you dude, just assume I'm that basic? Classic Pringles. Has anyone ever willingly went and got classic Pringles yes. in this group? They have ridges, and they're great for dipping because Pringles? they break. Pringles, Pringles, not, not ruffles. Oh, the red can. The red can. Have you oh. ever gone out of your way to get the red can? Probably no, when no, I was no, like no. seven. Yeah, when you were like just developing and didn't know anything better. That's yeah. a good point. That is true. All right, Sean. Number four, five, three. three. <sighs> number three is going to be Taco Doritos. I've never had them. They I want to try. They are unbelievable. Mm. They're hard to find though. I What's feel the like color of the bag? Seasonal, White bag, orange, orange uh, decal. Yeah. It's like very vintage looking. Yeah, the bag the bag looks old. Yeah, okay. for sure. Number two, yeah, is going to be spicy sweet chili Doritos. I can eat an entire bag of that. The, the purple bag. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the actual best chip in the junk. Room. Thank you. So good. Number one. Is this a spot? Is I just have to ask: Is the spicy purple bag Doritos a sponsor here? God, I fucking. <laughs> Well, not brothers Christian, not we affiliated would... with Doritos or the Frito Lay <laughs> company. Company. <laughs> All right, Christian. If that was a fact, I would be sent in such a relapse weight loss spiral <laughs> that it would be unreal. Just getting bags of Doritos sent to the studio. I digress. We'd, we would go from uh, Ramsey and I's epic adventure to like lose all this weight to well they got sponsored by a Dorito <laughs> Doritos, so they're <laughs> the, fat fucks the, again. The thousand pound Bro- Bull Mountain Brothers. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right, where's your number one, Sean? <sighs> it's going to be salt and vinegar. No, I know it's going to piss you guys off. I know it. Oh, I didn't guess it. Okay. It wasn't either of our guesses from earlier? No, nobody got it. Yeah. Lay's Waves. Mm. Oh, there's some good Lay's Waves, though. I don't... Are you original? original? Original. Red Bag, yeah. Red I've never bag. had it. But... um, Garbage. Uh, no, good... There's dip, a barbecue. chip. There's a good barbecue. They go with literally anything. Anything. Salsa. Seriously. Anything. My favorite thing to do is like with a original Lay's, like even like the classic Lay's or the Waves, salsa with that is amazing. Unreal. Can, can I throw something in there real quick? Um, And this is fairly new to myself, but cheddar and sour cream ruffles and salsa, quite possibly one of the best chip dip combos I've ever had I in actually, my life. I like the the red bag. Yes, I do like those. I get those uh, spinach dip, artichoke dip is yeah, really whoa. good with that. So what I do is, and you can ask my fiance that I eat copious. I mean, copious amounts of bitchin sauce. Have you ever heard of it? No, I haven't. Yes, it's, it's Target. amazing. It's almond dip. It's made from almonds. Okay, it's a the one I like is the chipotle. Mm-hmm. You can get it elsewhere too. Yeah, Costco has the giant ones. I eat, they're about $5 for the little thin totes. I eat about six of them a week. We found that out in the turkey video. Did you? Yeah, with the Fat Sean. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fat Sean's trending, boys. Fat Sean is trending. He's going to have a little fucking ass next to it. If you haven't had that yet, 
seriously, go to Target or I don't know who else sells it and get it. Fuck you, Christian. <laughs> okay. So we've had four four lists go down. We have some honorable mentions real quick that have not made the list. We'll are, let him do his list first. Well, now Taryn's gonna finish this up because this could be this could be a secret like sneaky list that might gonna be an pop upset. off everything. But let's have some honorable mentions. Bugles, horrible, uh, absolutely terrible. terrible. I don't, I, we ha, we're giving them benefits. No, okay? no, no uh, I hate those. Anything under the Cheeto brand is quality. It's always in the twenty-four packs. Puffs. Only puffs. Um, or jalapeno cheddar. Jalapeno cheddar. Yeah. Or flaming well, hot. Guacamole chips are in there. For okay, okay. Yo, I want to before before Taryn goes. I want to get salsa your guys' chip. opinion on this chip. Blue corn tortilla chip as a salsa dipping chip from Great. the same from the same brand in a as the guacamole yes. guys. Yeah, they're good. Good. Oh, I've never had those. No, they're good. They're good. I mean, blue corn is it's a very good chip. What before? One more Christian last thing. is sulking over there, and I'm very confused. What is wrong with that? No, I'm just I was I'm sulking at the fact that I didn't think of the most obvious one, which is a legit Mexican restaurant tortilla chip. Yeah. That is hot. Oh yeah, that's that's a banger. It's hot and delicious and you Oh man. Okay, okay one I, more thing before Taryn. We're talking tortilla chips. What is your go-to size design? Strips. Kirkland strips are far. They are good. I'm scoop. I'm a big. Scoop. You're big scoop. Not the they scoop. Never not the make them. Not they the make Frito them too scoop, brittle. But like the what's the other one with like Tostitos? Tostitos, Tostitos star shaped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scoops. Those yeah. are the. Shit. I don't like them. They murder your mouth. Yeah, I do. agree. That was the only thing I was gonna. That's why the bite to. size are. You guys ever get the cheap two dollar bag uh, white and yellow ones? Mm-hmm. Great. That's my favorite, probably. Jolly toes. That could something. be it. Yeah, they're cheap. Yeah. They're great. They have I think that's how they pronounce it in the native does, language. Does anyone actually yeah. know the, 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 <laughs> the difference between the white and the yellow bag? One's gluten free. Is that what it is? I have no idea. No, one's the corn is, and one's wheat. Or no, corn. Isn't it white corn flour. and yellow corn? Yeah, it's exactly um, right. I think so. Wow, I don't know. That was easily fucking to, solved. Yeah, but I just also like if bag. you look at the bags, they're exactly the same. They're just different colors. You just ask yourself, like, why is this a thing? Is it a marketing scheme or they're both the same price? Two dollars. They segregate their corn. That's kind of messed up. All right, Taryn, drop us. I'm gonna go number five. Tostitos bite size. Okay. Never heard of that before in my life. Oh, those yeah. like that the rounds, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah, tiny yeah. little discs. They, yeah, those are like the ones you would sometimes get in Lunchables. Similar? No, am I not thinking well, right? you, Anybody here is yeah, the Catholic. Nacho. They look like the, the nacho Lunchables. Yeah. Church. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're ti- well, they look like a Nilla wafer that's yeah. thin and made of corn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number four. Um, probably salsa verde Doritos. The, the green, green bag. bag. Green bag. Yeah. Green bag. Wow. Respect. It's funny that we all like justify us knowing those by like the color of the bags. Mm. <laughs> it's like that's we what don't, we look don't I'm too to, busy like, to read name. the bag and yeah. I'm just ripping that something. Hey, dude, open. can you get us some <laughs> orange bag Doritos or yeah. some purple bag? Uh, is that this flavor? Oh, I have no idea. Just give me purple bag. <laughs> all right. Number, number three. three. The Tim Salt and Vinegar. Okay. That's okay. one you guys like too. What? Where? Where do you get those from? Any gas station. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not a salt and vinegar guy, so I wouldn't know. But like, I don't. I, I believe Josh they are. come out of Washington. Yeah. Honorable mention though, the the Lay's kettle cooked salt and vinegar are pretty solid yeah, too. Yeah, great. But the top two, unbeatable. I'm gonna do number two, baked Lay's original. 
I agree with that. That's a good chip. You know where I always got that chip at? <laughs> Subway. Yeah. That was a Subway. Like they're, they were baked marks. chips. Number one, sour cream and cheddar baked Lay's. Wow. Oh, two baked Lay's. That was in very the top bold. Two. Wow. I, I mean, how do we how do we go about rating the best? Um, I think we gotta leave vote, it to you, the, you we have to leave it to the comment section because everyone's gonna want to vote for their own. No, you just can't vote for your own. You have to vote for someone else. You guys pick garbage chips, <laughs> dude. The purple Doritos. Your number one dude, had the word t- ketchup in it. Yeah, <laughs> dude. If you haven't tried it, you're fucking missing out. How about this? Let's just let's just accept all of our chip lists and understand that I am still the chip master. Oh my god! And uh, we'll just move on as we all had very productive chip lists. Okay. Hello, everybody. It is Riley here. Uh, just wanted to pop in. We actually decided to mid-editing, take the top ten list out, and we're gonna make it its own episode. It went a little long, and it was kind of a lot of fun. So it's enough for its own little bonus episode. Um, basically, we're gonna end the podcast right here. I'm gonna let you guys know that uh, if you're in the Billings area um, of Montana, South Central Montana, and you guys have really nothing to do the day of July, excuse me, June 4th, we are doing our first booth as a a group. We're going to have merchandise. We're going to have possibly a live podcast and uh, a bunch more. So come check that out because we are dropping actual clothing, actual merchandise. It's going to be so awesome. A lot of fun. And uh, yeah, so that'll be June 4th. I believe we start at like 10 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. Um, I would, I would assume 10 a.m. Uh, we'll post on our socials the exact time, but make sure to check that out. Check this podcast out. This will be episode 22, um, and then we'll throw this little bonus top 10 list out uh, during the week after Memorial Day. And, uh, yeah, so thanks, for as always, for listening. It's just me in the studio editing, so uh, I guess for me, we'll uh, catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bull Mountain Brothers. Hey, if you're looking for more Bull Mountain Brothers... Be sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at bull underscore mountain underscore brothers and Facebook and YouTube at Bull Mountain Brothers. Also, don't forget to check out our B&B store at bullmountainbrothers.com where you can find some super sweet deals on some seasonal merchandise and outdoor gear.